Welcome to another edition of the Inside Scoop. My name is Neil Crawford. I'm your host and also the founder of Anytime Soccer Training. If you're not familiar with the Inside Scoop, it's a podcast dedicated to helping parents learn about the soccer pathways that would be available to their child if they lived in another city around the world. This show is sponsored in part by Anytime Soccer Training. And Anytime Soccer Training is a web application that houses well over 1,000 training videos and over 101 fun soccer games. And if that's not enough, we've also added hundreds of hundreds of skill challenges. And these are short videos that encourages your child to try their best at a particular skill while also having fun. And if you don't know anything about what I'm talking about or you're not familiar with Anytime Soccer Training, I encourage you to go to www.anytime-soccer.com and join the mailing list. And then we'll, we'll enroll you into the free seven-day ball mastery challenge where you'll get a new training video every day for seven days to see how you, see how you guys like it, totally for free. Your child will get thousands of extra touches each day and become a more technical player. Now on to the show. So I'm back a lot sooner than I thought because I wanted to drop a quick follow-up show to the podcast that I just published. If you haven't listened to the previous podcast, go back and listen to that one first because then this con this podcast will have better context. And as I listened to that previous show, it dawned on me that I didn't do a very good job of explaining why my process or the process that we've created works when you're working with your own child or working with any player and is so effective at the goals that, that I have set forth. And so this week I posted a video showing a clips of a training session session with my older son and then I posted some videos of a training session with my younger son and the purpose of posting those videos was partly just promotion but also to demonstrate the variety um, that we're able to accomplish in a relatively short amount of time and so in the last training session that I did because my son is in um in an off season. So we just do two training sessions a week. It's kind of like maintenance. And the last session he did, it was 45 minutes. And let me just reel off what he was able to do in that 45 minute time period. So he did a five minute ball mastery video where he worked on inside foot chops and outside foot chops. Then he did a juggling video again, maybe six minutes, five to six minutes, where the first thing was high, high, low. So no, low, low, high. So you two juggles and then hit in the air and then you got a controller to come down and same thing, low, low, high, low, low, high. Then he did normal alternating feet juggles and then he did circle juggling. We had to dribble in a circle around a cone. So that was about five minutes. Then he did two, uh, no, sorry. He did a two cone ball mastery uh, video, which is five minutes and it was just one move. And in this one, he was working on pulling the ball back with his left foot, then pushing it across the two cones and then pulling it, and then I think it was an L behind with his left foot again and getting it right back to where it was. And I'll post the video in the um, in the uh, show notes. And he also did some V-pulls and stuff with, with the ball mastery. 
then and this is not in the video i didn't as a matter of fact we did it so much that i didn't post it all into the one video because it takes me forever to get it together but then he did lateral figure eights where TikTok. so it's you know he's facing forward just lateral TikToks in a figure eight pattern then he did uh, a module we call body feints and dribble and that's where you you faint you literally you do a body faint one way and then you dribble the other way right so and dribble in the figure eight pattern the other way so you're facing three cones, you do a body faint, and then you dribble to the left, or you do body faint, dribble to the right, that kind of stuff. So he did that. And this one, um, I think he was dribbling with his left foot only after the body faint. So you body faint right, dribble with your left foot, body faint right, dribble with your left foot. And then during that period, that's when I will give some instructions on, you know, make sure you dropping your shoulder, make sure you're looking, making a hard sail to your right, and then dribbling with your left and that kind of stuff. And if I wanted to, I could add, add reaction uh, on top of that. But again, we talked about why I don't do that that much. Okay. And then we went on to line cone dribbling. And in that video, sorry, in that, yeah, that video, but in that session, it was just working on inside foot only dribbling. And as a matter of fact, I posted a, a game clip where he used that exact skill in the game. Now, I'm not saying he did it there and then he consciously thought about it. It's just from years and years of doing that kind of stuff. So it might seem weird to dribble with your inside foot at times through line cones, but it does help occasionally when you want to shield the ball and still go forward. So inside foot only dribbling. Then we did a dribble master. This is another five minutes dribble master video where it was a right foot only dribbling around a box, right? With some turns. Then we moved on to cone slalom. And again, he's working on that inside chop, but then he's cutting it back with a solo roll. And I'm not saying this for you guys to picture it. I'm just reeling off sort of what we worked on. And then we ended with 1v1 where I was playing against him. And if you notice, there was no rest in there. Why? Because the program has built-in rest. So it's 10 second, it's 30 second interval. So you do a drill for 30 seconds. Then you take a 10 second rest where it demos the next video. And then you do it for 30 seconds. And then after you do three moves, there's another 30 second rest. And then it takes about 20 to 30 seconds to, uh, once that drill is over for five minutes, get the phone, turn the next one on. I mean, it's right there, but it takes time just to tap the buttons. And that's another logical uh, rest period in. But remember, I'm already setting up everything because I know what's coming up next, okay? So, so that's number one. Uh, and number two is we're able to get a tremendous, and I'm actually gonna count these one day, a tremendous amount of touches in a very short period of time, which is extremely important in terms of when I talked about our goals, one of my goals is to get a high volume of touches because one of the issues I saw in team training and then even when he works with some of our great personal trainers is the ball is not rolling enough and the um, his foot is not on the ball enough. And so I want to address that. Now, I just said each video is either one or two moves. And what that means is no questions, not a lot, no arguing, shouldn't be, no debating, no when, um, you know, no um, how long we got, what's coming up next, none of that. He's just doing it almost, and I'm just there to facilitate. And then on those occasions when I want him to move faster, we have challenge videos, so I'll just pop one of those in, and we also sprinkle the challenge videos throughout the curriculum. So once you do a normal video, and now I'm confident, or at least the program is confident you understand what to do, 
Then it'll follow up with a challenge video that's asking you to do it as fast as you can and have two practice rounds and then a challenge asking you to do it as fast as you can. And sometimes when I'm training groups, I pit the kids against each other. So even though it's one video, the first time they do the challenge, one kid or one group of kids will do it. And then another group keeps their score and then we'll have a cumulative score. And then the next time the next group does it and we'll see cumulatively who, 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 who wins. And the kids actually love it and they go as fast as they can. And then the funny thing is, um, my older son and I, because he's getting older, we were actually joking that we can't even remember what it was like to do this stuff without using the technology. In this case, it happens to be anytime soccer training. But again, I used to write all this stuff out. And he's like, man, I can't even remember um, doing this stuff without this, right? I can't even imagine what it would be like. And the reason we had that conversation is because it's technology. So sometimes you go somewhere and the Wi-Fi, not Wi-Fi, but your reception is not good or you have some issue, you got to reboot the phone. You know, one, one day Amazon service was down. If you use something every day, you're going to have hiccups. And it's gotten to the point now where I use, I rely on the technology so much that we don't even kind of want to do it without the system because we know, boom, 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 what you're going to do. Of course, we, we will work it out. We improvise it, but we really don't want to talk to each other too much during the sessions we just want him to get done with it and then we can play and all kind of stuff and then we mess around in the 1v1 my older one, my younger one really likes a, a 1v1 a lot more than my older one but my older one to mess around with his old dad and i say all that to say i am not arrogant enough to say that we can execute a technical session better than our wonderful private trainers i'm not there yet but i am confident in saying that in general put any time soccer training aside put this aside in general uh, put even technology aside for a second. If you have a task list, you can get those tasks done faster and more efficiently. That's a general assumption. So if you write down what you got to get done today. It's, you typically can go work through that list faster than thinking about it each time you move on without writing it down. And then we're just applying that concept to the technology saying we're able to get a lot more done because I'm not having to think about it. And it's a progression that my son is building upon. So if he did, you know, line cone with inside foot only on Monday, then on Wednesday, it might be line cone with outside foot, right? If he did one touch weave on Tuesday, then on Wednesday, it might be two touch weave. And we're not having this conversation. And then when we get to the review, it's, the review video is inside foot only dribbling, outside foot only dribbling, one touch uh, weave and two touch weave. And I'm not having to demonstrate or explain to him what those terms mean. So he's not even looking. We do have a Bluetooth, but he's not even looking at the phone. And I say that to say when I'm watching our wonderful, again, private trainers, I don't feel like, and I'm using this very loosely, this is based on my experience that if you're not using technology or you're not reading off of a script, there's valuable time that the ball is not rolling. Now that's not completely, that's not a completely fair observation because hopefully um, many of our tri private trainers are teaching higher order skills, right? Skills that are difficult, would be more difficult for the player to learn on their own or with the parent. So hopefully that's what ha was happening. I know that's not what is happening in many cases, especially with our younger kids. It's just getting them to do things that they're not going to do on their own. And the parent is choosing to, um, to pay someone to do that, which is fine.
But when that's the case, I feel like the equivalent of a task list, whether you use Anytime Soccer Training or, or YouTube or you write it out like I used to, whatever you use, I feel like having a plan in place is going to be more effective and more efficient than um, trying, to, uh, trying to do it off the, off the top of your um, head. And we've built the tool that's free for you to use um, that will facilitate that. Uh, but hey, you know, you ain't got you ain't got to use us. Nah, my my boys were extremely technical. My older one, way before I thought about any time soccer training. So you can knock yourself out. This is just a time saver and more of a comprehensive way to make sure you tick all the boxes. In addition to what you're already doing. All right, so that's the sales pitch there. Check out anytime-soccer.com to learn more about what we're doing and what I'm talking about. And uh, let's get better together.